You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of May 31st, 2020. This is a fast forward episode 156. From that social distancing city by the Sailor Sea, I am AJ Barce. And straight out of 98226, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, normally AJ and I are all we want to do is zoom, 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 zoom with the podcast, but for this episode, we're going forced bathing. Get your mind out of the gutter, listeners. It's not what you think. You, dear listeners, are listening to the Bellingham Podcast. Ah, uh, social distancing at its finest. How are we, Chris? Uh, loving life right now. You might be able to hear the ambient sound of a plane overhead. AJ Barsay, where the heck are we? We are coming to you live on location for once in a long time, abiding by Governor Jay Inslee's social distancing mandate of more than six feet uh, on the North Ridge Trail. Uh, right at the top, uh, top-ish of Barkley Hill. Uh, we've done an episode here in the past in the archives yes. where we recorded live on the scene. I just got tired of doing the Zoom uh, thing, and so the weather's nice. We had the opportunity. The stars and the work schedules aligned where I'm like— Weather aligned, dude. This, <laughs> look at this weather, man. Exactly. We're in the beautiful season that is Bellingham in the PNW, and so I'm like, AJ— Let's record outside with enough distance of apart for the two or three walkers that have already walked by on the trail. They hello. would be able to, yeah, hello, uh, they would already be able to uh, testify, if you will, in public <laughs> uh, that we are more than six feet apart and no germs are being spread uh, other than the germs of good tidings of glad joy. AJ. What the heck has been going on for you? Oh man, uh, I am one. I am. I'm glad to be outside, and I'm hoping to get more of it. Speaking of which, uh, this is our 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 local-ish uh, report of um, from the Bellingham podcast. <laughs> this is so much better than Zoom because we can, we could kind of see each other, but now it's like in person. It's, it's, it's good. It's old times, and I'm not interrupting you now. I know. Right, and it's not you don't have that weird warble or auto tune. I or... got your warble right here, but anyway, uh, go ahead. That's AJ. a warbler, warbler, warbler. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm looking up in a tree in these wonderful high multiple story trees. If you're living in a high rise, uh, it's just a beautiful joint around here, and uh, got it. I love being out here. I do too. I do too. Shout out to the uh, Cornell uh, School of Ornithology. Uh, if you if you ever are interested in like bird calls and stuff, they have a lot of cool free content uh, up on their their channels and stuff. Good to know. Um, yeah. So but let's get back on track. Let's get on back on track. So, of course, I'm Captain Get Out these days. And I just wanted to give a, another update because our state and our, our Fed lands have, have started to change over with the new mandates. And at the time of this recording, we now have some openings within the federal uh, lands, specifically the, the Forest Service um, and uh, some of our, our national forests. Uh, are starting to open back up here in Washington State. Now, if you're like me and you're trying to figure out, well, which ones are, how do I know whether or not I'm going to get in trouble, you know, is what's the difference between a, a dedicated camping spot and sparse camping? Well, dear listener, there is a little bit of a little bit of confusion on where to get that information, so I'm going to try to tidy it up for you. There are two, not one, but two interactive maps produced by the uh, the National Forest Service. One that is, I'll call it the visitor's guide. Let's say you are, you've been cooped up for eight weeks in your flat or at home or wherever you are sheltering in place, and you don't know where you want to go next, but you've got to get out. 
The first one is going to be the actual map, and the uh, link is in the show notes. For the love of gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, drink. And it's called the Interactive Visitors Map. This will show you all of the forest lands here in the United States, wherever you're at, if you're listening to us not in Washington State. But you can zoom into any area, and it'll show you uh, places that you may want to go and scope out. Now, there is a second map. Yes, I know. Gotta love it. A map so nice they want to do it twice? Right. It's built on ArcGIS, and it's called the Emergency Closures Map. Now, usually this map is used for, in the case of, like, um, if you're going up to Leavenworth, you want to know where in the Okanagan things are burning, etc., or up in Wenatchee. That's usually what this map is activated for. They've updated it for COVID. So if you're looking and you want to know, which PSM, by the way, um, at least at the time of this recording, a good chunk of the Mount Baker wilderness is now back open. Hooray! Abiding, of course, by all mandates by the state of Washington for social distancing. Um, It'll tell you what trailheads are open, uh, what facilities are or are not open. Um, And at at least at the time of this recording, you'll see a stark difference between our side of the state on the left and the right Right now, the Mount Baker Wilderness, as far north as us and as far south as Mount Rainier, a good chunk of it is open. Unfortunately, our friends, brothers and sisters in hiking on the other side of the state, the Okanagan, there's a good chunk of it that's still shut down. So anyway, that map, I'm not going to go into details of to what regions and stuff because I'm just going to point you to the map because it's been updating. I didn't want to give out any dated information. Everything is in the show notes, but there are two separate maps. The only other thing I want to follow up is, and I recently had a, um, a conversation with some, uh, a listener of the show. They wanted to get out and stuff. And I just want to point out, also scope out not just the facilities, but be aware of your surroundings and find out what emergency services are available. Remember, we are still technically in a lockdown and rangers may not be ranging in the area that you're scoping out. But so, you know, you always want to be prepared. I'm not a Boy Scout, nor do I play one on podcast. But whenever you go out in Mother Nature's backyard, remember you're in her backyard. So just be aware of your surroundings and find out what emergency services are available should you get in a pickle. Uh, and in case that the pickle involves some kind of wild beast yes. that also may involve in Mother Nature's wild kingdom. Uh, we're, we're, we're guests yeah. and do be careful out there. Exactly. Nature's going to nature. That has been your update from the topographical news network. <laughs> Maps that caught my eye. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. The medication's wearing off. Let's move on. <laughs> well, Chris, this is a perfect time to bust out our bingo cards. That's right. This is the, uh, we've been, for the past couple of episodes, we've been talking about, uh, where to get some grub Yep. and, uh, on the bingo card of all the beautiful uh, restaurants and eateries and drankeries that are available uh, for to-go orders. Uh, my bingo card had a B for, boy, this is good, last episode. This one is going to be uh, N for noodle soup. In case you want to get your pho on, and yes, uh, dear listener, we are keeping this clean. Don't flag us for the explicit tag. I ain't going to be saying anything naughty. Uh, if you need to get your pho, P-H-O, noodle soup, uh, there is a wonderful place uh, just a little hop, skip, and a jump away from the Walmart on Meridian. Uh, please drive past the Walmart on Meridian <laughs> north a little uh, hop, skip, and a jump. Pho, P-H-O, Bubble Tea is the uh, is the name of the restaurant. Got a link to that in the show notes. And for the love of superstar Billy Graham, Drink. They, uh, they definitely have a wonderful uh, crafted noodle soups. If you had it before, they'll, they'll get you satisfied. AJ, 
Shay. Uh, that is on the N column of my bingo card. What's on your bingo card this episode? Well, you're going to have to help me. My my, This is C4, C4, and yes, I know there's no C in bingo. Uh, true. Let's let's just call it the G uh, for good food. Good food. Okay, there we go. <laughs> thank you. Th- thank you, uh, Captain Analogies. That's so, right. uh, no, Cafe Roomba. Um, yes. our, 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 our Peruvian sandwich place down off of, what is that? State Hall, street. State street. Yes. Love those guys. Um, my wife and I, we, we supported them early on because I love me a good sandwich. Um, here's the thing. Um, and this is a thing, uh, something I want to point out. Usually they're really known for like their, their pork sandwiches with the, the, it's Peruvian style. So it's got like a sweet potato in it. And there's also potatoes on the side with this really tasty, Almost like an aioli type of sauce that goes over the top. That's a tasty sauce. Oh, I love that sauce. So here's the thing. Shout out to my vegetarian friends out there because they also do a vegetarian version of that. It's not vegan, but it is vegetarian. Take a look at them and, and try it out. If you're carnivorous or omnivorous or vegetarious. Or herbivorous. Herbivorous, minoris majoris. Uh, <laughs> let's have a chorus for Cafe Roomba. <laughs> Boy, that's some pretty good off the cuff. Uh, yeah, I, I dig that. And also, should you be uh, a listener, uh, a dedicated listener of ours that is vegan in nature, uh, don't forget to check out Vegan in Beham on social media. Hi, Clarissa. What's up, Clarissa? Uh, she is one of the... Uh, fabulous vegan bloggers uh, that covers this beautiful area as far as uh, where to get some grub on. So check in on Vegan and Beham on social media. Yep, because we hadn't really cut that into our bingo card. So I wanted to to loop that in. Know what else I want to loop in, Chris? The fact that we might be listening to us uh, terrestrially and forest bathing uh, in Bellingham on uh, Bellingham's very own KMRE 102.3 FM. They are able to get radio waves even here on the Northridge Trail and online with your high-speed internet connection at KMRE.org. If you are in Scotland, Qatar, Mongolia, Outer Mongolia, and Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, of course, uh, you could tune in to our show Pick a time zone that could work, do the math. <laughs> but you can listen to us on their streaming website. Uh, we, we dig them and we thank them for airing our show Saturdays, at least here in the PNW 98226 zip code, Saturdays at 3 p.m. Yeah, man, I missed this. Like having having the live non-latent version of our show is... The it, live it, non-latent it, version, yeah. the kind where I don't interrupt you uh, and talk uh, over uh, you. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it, uh. Oh. For, if we did this video, you'd be able to see that I'm able to look at AJ's salty mug right now and realize when he's talking. Yeah. As opposed to interrupting. It's a beautiful thing. It's kind of like how a conversation <laughs> should be. But anyway, let's move on. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is this is what you get, folks, when you have uh, Chris Powell and AJ Barsay locked up in, uh, in rooms for eight weeks. So, uh, new things. Let's just jump right into Jumping the new, right into, new... What's the new shiny, Chris? Uh, new shiny. You know, we don't really do go for the new shiny. However, uh, you know, since our last recording, uh, I've, you know, done wonderful curation and draconian... Uh, uh, mandates as far as what I put on my desk paper <laughs> and I do, and I you know want to be able to be mindful of what I have in a very sparse uh, work environment I happen to upgrade or I'm in process of upgrading my Bluetooth speakers and for a couple years now I've been enjoying the Logitech UE boom they mm-hmm. look like one of the uh, if you're a fan of the PNW Taco Del Mar's burrito it looks like a torpedo uh, and, and they provide great sound. I've had two of them uh, to provide stereo sound. But, you know, I was just getting a little uh, perturbed with the app. 
Yeah, we we talked about them back in like the the 30s or 40s of our show. Yes, back in the early days, indeed. Uh, decided to upgrade my uh, technology a little bit. Naturally, I did the research online to try to find the best bang for my buck or sonic boom for my dollar. Uh, happened to find on that website that we often are cautious about going on. Anchor, uh, a product we know and love, has a Soundcore Flare Plus. And the Flare Plus gives you the LED uh, lights down at the bottom of the base, if you will. Uh, boy, howdy, it's loud. Is it? I have it on maybe one or two, and it's sufficient for a room Whoa. for my ambient music. I haven't put it through its death metal paces yet because, you know, the family's still in the house. Uh, and our dog, I, st I still care for our dog, and I don't want to deafen it. Oh, your poor pooch. Anyway, uh, if, should you be interested in what I'm talking about, it's about the size of a big old handful of Bluetooth speaker. Uh, it's It's got a little bit of a strap for a carrying case. Okay. Um, I don't. If it's waterproof or not, yeah, whatever. I don't care if it's waterproof because I'm not taking it to me poolside. USB rechargeable? Yes. Gotcha. Uh, micro USB. It comes with one. Yeehaw. Uh, but anyway, I really like just good sound quality i don't need to invest in something that has a voice activated assistant for uh from one of the big five uh companies and growing yes and so i've been enjoying that type of music upgrade coming soon to ebay two ue <laughs> boom sticks now does the soundcore need, need no app right uh, it does have an app because I can update the firmware for it, right. which I had to do. Uh, plus, I can adjust the EQ cool. from it, and I can adjust the light scheme. Got it. They've got the party mode, whatever. Uh, they've got the chill <laughs> for, mode. For the family, right? The family, like, uh, dance raves you guys throw these days? Like... Well, uh, you know, I'm old. I'm not much for party raves for a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, but I do like a little bit of a light show when it's dusk. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice, pleasant effect. Anyway, they've got an app that can connect to it via Bluetooth. Yay. Uh, it's free. Download it off your app store of choice. Blah, 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 blah. Plus, uh, I found a nice little addition to my office lighting. A little bit of a tabletop rechargeable LED lamp from Aoki. How do we spell this Aoki? thing? Aoki. Aoki. Yeah, that's how I say it. A-U-K-E-Y. Yeah. Cool. Uh, got a link to that should you want to check that out. It's about 28 bucks at the time of this recording. Yeah. And I just found it's a nice way to cycle through some lights. It gives me a little bit of a postmodern feel to my office work environment. Yeah, and I, I looked into this because I was just like, what is the lamp? Because I, I knew I, I knew about the sound core, but the this lamp, does it? Uh, can you change like the color spectrum of it? So it's like warmer or cooler, or is it just warmer light? One touch gives a, the low intensity, two touches gives it medium, three touches gives it high. If you touch and hold after your intensity of choice, it'll cycle through all the colors. Oh, okay. And then if you tap it again, it'll lock in on a particular color. Huh. So if you want the blue light, yeah. like I always love my neon blue light, I, once it gets to the blue, I tap the metal ring around the base, sure, and uh, it locks in on that. Yeah. So yeah, and I look when I looked it up, it's like thirty bones or so. Yeah, roughly, give or take. Honestly, like if because previously on on our show we've talked about like LifeX and stuff having yes. smart bulbs and stuff. If you want to have warmer light, you know, and you just need it as a desk lamp, this would be like half the price of like a LifeX, which is kind of nice. Another, uh, for what it's worth, we have a, a, a lovely little niece uh, who comes over to stay overnight and. For a nightlight uh, on the minimum setting or the the lowest setting to cycle through the uh, colors, that really gets a six-year-old to fall asleep fast. 
Good to know. Somewhat hypnotizing. Should you be wanting to have a little something for the kiddos and have a little bit of cheddar or for a gift idea for a relative who has the little kiddos, this could be a great idea. It's rechargeable and it can be portable as well. Oh. I get about eight to 10 hours of life yeah. on it. Uh, but yeah, give it, a, give it a try. AJ, what's new for you? Um, so mine's going to be weird. Uh, what else is new? <laughs> yeah, right. Very, very nautical in theme, I guess. Um, so the first thing is a few weeks back here in the United States was Mother's Day. I put in a very interesting order. Um, my wife, to whom uh, I love and adore and cherish, she is a food nut. Um, that's what she went to school for. And, and that's an affectionate term for Absolutely. It. You know, she went to the higher education to get uh, farming, agroecology, eco-gastronomy, dietetics, all that other jazz. All of the things that deal with basically from seed to your gut. That's basically what she studied. The STG, if you will. The STG. Um, she is the OG of the STG. <laughs> nice. <laughs> K.O. <laughs> Anyway, obviously anybody anybody here in the Pacific Northwest, we all love and cherish our waters and stuff. And on a, on a different podcast, uh, the guys over in the UK that I've mentioned before, the Zulu Time podcast by Mr. Zulu Alpha himself, which is Darren, and uh, at Timely underscore Moments, Dan, friends of the show and stuff, they, they brought on this really cool guy by the name of Graham. And Graham is a diver out of Northern Ireland. And so I'm listening to this and of course he's a little, he's a bit of a watch guy and that was kind of the hook. What I found interesting was the fact that this is a, he, he has a, a company that's a family run company out of Northern Ireland called Peninsula Kelp Company. First of all, one of the coolest logos you've ever seen because basically it has this old school hard hat divers helmet type of thing and Peninsula where the, the, the end little serif is the kelp um, that he sells. Really? Yeah. He's a diver for kelp. He tends the waters off the North Ireland coast uh, in a seven mil wetsuit. And um, as he calls it on this interview on the, the Zulu Time podcast, his Mark I lungs. He free dives, Chris, hmm. in cold blankety blank waters, because I will keep this clean, to go harvest kelp and dulles. But the green style of, of kelp and this red style of kelp. So after I listened to this interview, I, I had to look into this because, one, I love kelp. I mean, uh, anybody here that's grown up in Pacific Northwest, I mean, we've had kelp in our chowder, kelp soup, you know, and stuff. And so it was something new, different, and just hits on all cylinders for my wife. Reached out to Graham, put in an order, and got um, got a lot of tasty stuff. Um, ordered some kelp straight from uh, Northern Ireland, some Dulles. Uh, and he also makes things like uh, kelp popcorn. So, Are we talking about Bubba Kelp no, no, products no, 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 or something no, 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 here? No, 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 hear me out, hear me out. a zone here. No, so him, uh, I believe it's him and his wife, yeah. um, basically make uh, 10 or so items out of the actual kelp that they harvest. So, like, they take popcorn and they'll put Dulles and Kelp uh, flakes, or I, I'm just going to call them Tasty Sea Flakes, all over this popcorn. He also got into roasting his own coffee. I mean, the take a look at it. Anybody from the Pacific Northwest that's interested in the sea, you got to take a look at Peninsula Kelp Company because, like, if you didn't know better, you would think that this was a local-based company. Like, well, we you know, live near the Olympic Peninsula. Yeah, right. We yeah, the way, we grew up there. <laughs> typically speaking, when you hear Peninsula around here, you think the Olympic Peninsula. But no, this is this is not that Peninsula. So, if you want something that is a small business supporting a family who is very passionate about the sea. I got that impression. And all, all of us here are very passionate about our Salish Sea. You know, I feel like they're, you know, 
they're the goods in my book. And Graham, uh, make no mistake, that that feeble attempt that I tried to make about a movie <laughs> reference from a Bubba Gum Shrimp to try to tie in all the stuff, tip of the hat yeah. for uh, having a career or a calling involving deep diving or yeah. diving into uh, cold waters yeah. from someone who sits at a chair or a desk all day. Tip of the hat from the Bellingham podcast right over here, yo. Yeah. So anyway, so take a look at Graham's operation, uh, Peninsula Kelp Co. Links are in the show notes. All and, right. you know, like I said, it, it was, first of all, it's tasty and it's just a really, really cool story. Speaking of uh, the watch fam uh, from what you had made mention uh, of our fraternal uh, friends uh, in the watch fam, what the heck is on that <laughs> wrist, AJ, that I'm looking at right now? So in reciprocity from that gift, my wife, let me rewind a little bit. So, very good. So, <laughs> of course, my wife has to one-up that present. I mean, having hand-dove, freshly flown in kelp from Northern Ireland. Okay, my wife had to be like, well, I can't just skimp on Father's Day now, can I? Nothing says love in a marriage like competition. Right? It's, it's healthy. It's very healthy, like kelp. So, okay, so there's this company called Baltic. They're a French-based watch company. I've followed them ever since um, they basically came on the scene about three years ago. They make a watch called the Aquascaf. It's a dive watch, very um, retro in feeling, and basically it's one of the watches I, I've, I've been eyeing. Well, they teased about, mm, I don't know, about a month ago, um, a watch that's coming out made out what it looked like, bronze. Hmm. Now you have to understand something about me, Chris. Uh, 2016, Basel. There was two watches that hit the scene. I believe I mentioned them back in our Basel episode days. Two, three. Back in the double digit yeah, days. Yeah, right? Yes. And there was two watches that really hit the scene that, man, really caught my eye. One was Oris. Uh, they made a Carl Bashir. I believe we talked about that one. Which Mr. Is a, and Mrs. Bashir's son. Uh, yes, which was the fine gentleman of uh, the, the film Men of Honor. Mm -hmm. Really cool, really cool story of, of Carl Bashir. Anyway, Oris made a watch made it out of bronze to uh, give homage and honor to Carl Bashir's legacy in the United States Navy. There was another watch that hit the scene around the same time by Tudor, which is owned by Rolex, which was the Black Bay Bronze. Both of these watches, I just, I love the concept of it being made out of bronze. Hardcore nerded out. I love the look, not my size. And I've tried the Black Bay on before and I just knew it wasn't going to work. So I kind of dropped it. But your wife was paying attention. My wife loved the idea of a bronze watch. It's not gold. It ain't steel. And so... I showed her this tease and she knew that the, the Baltic was a little bit smaller. It's 39 millimeters in the case for the Aquascaf. So anyway, I showed it to her and she goes, oh my God, that is that, that could be potentially gorgeous. What's the dial going to look like? Because it's a tease, right? And I go, well, I don't know, but if it's got numerals, God, I'm going to want it. Yeah, because that's the one thing that the Aquascaf and most divers don't have is that usually you have triangles and circles on the dial and I want something with numerals. And lo and behold, when they teased a very sapphire blue it's a sunburst dial almost like a sunburst guitar time only with 12 3 6 and 9 on it and a gilt dial which is means it has like a, a gold paint on it oh boy chris i was just like this this is what i have been looking swing. for swing so my wife uh early that morning because they launch it out of paris so paris time Within the hour, she put in an order and said, Happy Father's Day. So the, this initial run is limited to 300. It will not be a limited edition watch. It will be coming back. But the first 300 were numbered. Sold out in three days, Chris. Of course it did. So I have, because she did it so early, I have a a, a low double-digit number on my, hey my now, case back. Hey now, 
which is really cool. And I'm really smitten with it, uh, honestly. Like, the, the specs on it isn't anything too hardcore watch nerdy. Uh, it is what it is. It's an enthusiast's watch. It's fun. Uh, I would say I've been waiting uh, uh, now to be able to say this. AJ, I'm finding you to be a smitten watch fam kitten. I am a smitten watch fam kitten. <laughs> I'm looking at that and I'm thinking with the black uh, NATO strap. Uh, no, actually, this is a black Zulu alpha strap. Black up, Zulu alpha strap, of course. How silly of me not to pick that off. But th that uh, as we progress towards 200, yeah. That watch face of the bronze, and somewhere on the, the, the gram, I would imagine, you're going to be uh, highlighting this. That's going to turn out to be one nice-looking uh, timepiece. So so here's the thing about bronze watches, and I, I say this very trepidatiously because... Oh, don't be trepidatious. Be bold. No, so here's the thing about bronze watches is... If you're if you're a if you're a watch enthusiast and you're going after a bronze watch, you're gonna be kind of committed to it because it's a watch that once you wear, you're gonna be hard pressed, I think, to flip because once you touch it, the bronze starts to patina, and that's what really drew me to the concept of a bronze watch. Chris is it shows its age as the wearer does, and that's something that I've talked about in the Analog Explorer and stuff. Is that you know the watch, however you wear it and you live your life, no two watches are the same. I, I, I just have, had been slowly waiting for a, a, a small 40 and 20 um, watch that is made in bronze with an aesthetic that really appeals to me. The other thing I love about this is that because it's French, the French design, you can't really, it, there, it's not really an homage. It, it, it draws from a lot of vintage aesthetics, but there's no, oh, it's a Sea Dweller inspired or, oh, it's Panerai inspired. There's little elements of everything, which makes it very quintessential French. When I looked at it the first time, it reminded me immediately of Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That's immediately what, it, uh, what drew me to it. And I love that story. And the fact that it's made by a French company, assembled by a French company, um, you know, it just hit on all cylinders. The movement is a Miyota uh, 9038 movement, which is uh, Japanese built. Again, sings my praise because I love Japanese-based movements. Um, like I said, it just, it fits me. Absolutely. And that's what I love about it. Chris. You know, I think talking about uh, the, the flipping of timepieces yeah. or other possessions and things like that, if I recall correctly, Warren Buffett, as part of his uh, just outstanding uh, investing acumen, he was reported to never selling a stock. Very rarely would he sell shares of a stock. He'd always keep it. Um you have something that, why would you want to flip this? I know. No. And I, even though it's a low double digit, blah, 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 sesame seed bun, watch fam newbie here. Uh, and it's, it looks great. It's got a story that yes. you just shared with us. Plus it's memorable for the 2020 Father's Day. Yeah. Go AJ's wifey. Go AJ's <laughs> wifey. It's Father's Day. Yeah. It's Father's Day. And that's a great memory for that. And here's the other killer thing is that this is the first dive watch. My wife literally like she stole right after I had taken it out of the box. She's like, I think it's pretty too. And she started wearing it. Oh, there you go. So like it's a, it's a watch that literally husband and wife could wear. And that is a rarity, especially in the watch fam. That is a rarity. And for a preview of the Father's Day episode that we'll be talking about, oh, yeah. I'll probably be checking in with you about the patina yeah. Yeah, yeah. progress. I, like I said, I don't want to go deep into this watch because I've only had No a pun week. intended. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Nemo would be proud. Um, no, I, like I said, I'll, I'll go more in depth with it later once I... I've only had it a week on wrist, folks, so I'm not going to... I'm I'm not gonna squee about it or anything. I'll you know th there's some quirks about it, and once I suss it out a little bit more, I'll I'll talk about it more in depth. But all in all, like like I said, fa early Father's Day gift. Uh, thank you, Wiffy. 
So, uh, the last bit of our show is this new quality assurance segment. This ep- this bit of the Bellingham podcast has been sanitized for your quality assurance. There we go. <laughs> I've been uh, really enjoying uh, the, the you know, a lot of it, it's hit the zeitgeist as of late. Uh, a lot of articles that you might find on the web about it. My wife and I have been uh, watching this documentary. It's a 10-episode documentary, docu-series, if you yeah. will. Uh, so I am a child of the 80s, and I am a, a young man of the 90s. And part of the fun that I had in the good old days of the nine, 1990s was the ascent of a, a sports dynasty uh, that was uh, the Chicago Bulls. And ESPN uh, picked the right time uh, to have a 10-episode docu-series called The Last Dance. And this, uh, was a, this was a documentary about the two uh, potential three-peats of this basketball team, but it went so in-depth. Huh. It, it went 20,000 leagues in-depth ah, and had uh, so many interviews with the players, with the periphery people involved and they do the wonderful Tarantino moving back and forth in the storyline or at least in the timeline of all this found to be fascinating. Ah, man. And you look at something that was polished on television and you look at the superstars and how they're larger than life. And then after watching this 20 plus years later, maybe I'm in a different mindset where I was always one to be a fan of sportsmanship, but dig dang, these guys were jerks. Uh, (laughs) Got to keep it clean. Uh, wow. There was out of this world egos. There was s- such thin skinned hair triggered dare, dare you to uh, slight me. And I'm going to uh, besmirch thee on the basketball court. I'm huh. taking off my white glove and slap slap uh, across the face. It's just, wow. There's so much behind the scenes. It's an, it's an enthralling documentary, whether or not you are a sports fan or a Bulls fan from the nineties. And, uh, you know, we're, we're about ready to see the capstone episode 10 soon, but from the first nine that I've seen so far, I wanted to crack TV it, but of course life occurs and we don't want to be totally sitting in front of the TV the entire time. Sure. Sure. AJ, what would be new and the quality assurance, uh, department for you? So I don't have a book or podcast or bit of media, I mean, as as we're all kind of either in various phases of uh, lockdown and stuff, I, I have more of a recommendation of something to do, especially as since we've been in our, our own spaces for so long. So long. Freshen up a room with a can of paint. Oh, uh, that's my wife uh, decided to do that for our bedroom. She just wanted something a little bit, you know, in this topsy turvy times, just something to bring a little bit of of life back into a place. Um, and so she's been going through the process of uh, slinging paint. Um, yep. Matter of fact, at the time of this recording, um, she's slinging paint right now uh, on our um, uh, closet. How wonderful is that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, just like I said, not a piece of media, but rather, you know, instead of spending, um, you know, $20 on a download of a, of, a, of a piece of content, spend $20 a can of paint and freshen up a wall, give yourself an accent wall or something. Just mm-hmm. bring a little bit of color um, in, into your life a little bit. And should you want to go to a certain big box uh, home improvement stores, pack a lunch uh, <laughs> yeah, for the waiting uh, time for that. But uh, I think that's a great investment, a low cost, somewhat low cost yeah. investment that can brighten up uh, your your life that you are currently spending almost 24 hours in, in some yeah, cases. Exactly. And, I, and that's the reason why I want to throw it out there is that, you know, re- regardless of what phase we're in, in Washington state, you know, we're still, still got lots to go. So, yeah. you know, if you can... Put a little bit of, we talked about our home offices, maybe put a little bit of investment in the home and that's an easy one. 
Absolutely. Well, let's take a, a quality fork in this uh, episode. Then. That wraps it up for this 156th edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get your podcasts in the world. Remember, if you're in the Bellingham area or not, because they're streaming on Camry.org, you might be listening to us on Camry uh, 102.3 FM. And like AJ said, they're streaming worldwide at KMRE.org. He ad-libbed the bit, but that's okay. We still <laughs> dig them. Go listen to them on that website. Yeah. So on that note, stay safe, everyone. I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. There's so much life surrounding us in this forest. We need to do this again, especially now that the weather's nice. Nope, still not going to sing back to me. Oh, well. <laughs>